This is another episode of Connecting the Dots podcast. I'm Skip Stewart, Vice President and Chief Improvement Officer for Baptist Memorial Healthcare. Well, today, folks, we are so excited. I don't have my normal uh, partners here, Dr. Jake Lancaster and Dr. H.F. Mason, but I am so excited because I get our guest all to myself. We today have Mark Bowden. That should be a very familiar name. He is the number one body language professional and author of many, many books. Mark, thank you so much for coming on Connecting the Dots podcast. And if you would tell us our tell our audience, for those that maybe are not familiar with you and your work, a little bit about yourself. Lovely. So I'm Mark Bowden. I'm an expert in human behavior and body language, and I help people all over the world to stand out, win trust, gain credibility every time they communicate, including some of the leaders of the G7. I've written a number of books on human behavior and body language, uh, translated into multiple languages. I make videos. I'm on YouTube. I'm all over the place. I do keynote speeches. Hopefully some of you out there will see me live at some point in the future. Fantastic. Well, Mark, there's so many di- directions that we could go. I've listened to many of your podcasts and in uh, and, and your studying. I love that you put the science into studying human behavior. But the direction I want to go today, which would imply that I'd for sure would like to have you back in the future, is I want to go in this new world that many of us are living in. Uh, since the pandemic hit, uh, you know, people always talk about going back to normal. Well, we're in a new normal. And in this new normal, we're in a two-dimensional world. Uh, we're doing training uh, by way of uh, video. We're doing multiple meetings all day, every day for many of us in this two-dimensional world. What are some, initially, what are some high-level uh, characteristics that we should consider as we have to work and thrive in this new platform of this video world? Yeah, well, look, here's the way I want you to start thinking about this. And I'm going to start from a little bit of a negative point of view here, Skip. But um, this is a very cheap communication that we're doing right now. You and I, we're both on Microsoft Teams at the moment. We could be on Zoom. We could be on any of those platforms. doesn't really matter. But you're coming to me and I'm coming to you, just as you said, in two dimensions. It's it's real time. I mean, the signal is going to space and back, but it's close enough that this is kind of as good as being face to face in terms of the timing. But ultimately, I know and you know and our brains know that this is quite cheap. If we were to meet face to face, that would have cost you and I a whole deal of of resource, whether it's cash or time, which can be of equal value or more at some points, I'd have had to have got on a plane or you'd have got on a plane. That means you're missing out on on some opportunities back where you are at the moment. You've got to bring those into the equation and go, is it really worth meeting Mark and doing this? But in this case here, it's like it's totally worth it because, you know, it's half an hour out of your time. It's half an hour out of my time. So it seems um, very economical, but at the same time, it's a little bit cheap, which means your unconscious mind and my unconscious mind and and our listeners unconscious mind is kind of going, well, hang on. If Skip can get hold of Mark 
for this low cost? Is Mark really that big? I mean, is he really that important? Is he really that good? So by doing this, Skip, every time we show up in this two-dimensional world, we know that the cost has been low, and that can equate in our mind to, well, it's a low-value meeting. You didn't even have to buy me a cup of coffee, Skip. And if I'd have come round to your location right now, and we were meeting in what I'm presuming is your office right now like you'd have at least given me a cup of coffee you'd have probably if i'd have flown all the way to see you, you'd have gone hey mark do you want to have lunch and what are you doing this evening and maybe you'd have invited me over to your home for dinner because you kind of owe me at at, at this point so skip i hope you're getting you know the the point of this i'm not denigrating uh you know this two-dimensional communication that we're doing right now but i've got to say there's 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 a little bit of a downside in terms of how we might value each each other in this communication. Wow, wow, wow. So good. So in light of that, um, you know, let me think. There's so many directions I want, I want to go. Let me go one direction. I want to get to training eventually. I want to talk about training uh, because we have some new obstacles in that world, I believe, or at least I have some, and I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on how do we counter those obstacles. But before we go there, you know, I had the privilege of working uh, for multiple years with uh, Dr. Edgar Schein. And one thing that surprised me, and I think I heard on a podcast, you may have even evolved in your thinking on this. I'd love to hear you. But one thing that surprised me was we would meet consistently every Tuesday for several years. And but when I had the chance of meeting him for the first time in Palo Alto, California, at his home, I remember thinking, how is it going to be different? Because, you know, we'd only met on screen for two years during the pandemic. I was pleasantly surprised when I discovered that it wasn't any different at all, that the relationship was just as strong and it was just like an extension of meeting. And when I look back and reflected on that, I think it was because of the kind of conversations we were having on screen. What have you discovered in, in that same regard, Mark? Yeah, yeah, look, well, number one, your experience there, which is a great experience, you know, being coached by Shine. I mean, that's that is in, incredible. His work uh, is amazing. Uh you're not talking, you're not having a relationship with somebody who is socially inept when you're talking with Edgar Schein, okay? So, so you know, that would have been a relationship that he and you, and especially he, would be trying to cultivate in a very specific way so that when you showed up face-to-face, -face, your brain went, you know what, this is, this is, you know, this, the, the relationship hasn't increased any by being face to face this person hasn't changed any this is just an extension of how great it was face to face I hope, so i hope that makes makes sense that we can't judge all communications by an elite level of communication that was happening in that in that situation but to your to your point there I believe if you want to be and you can be an elite communicator, it's not that difficult. You just have to know the techniques, use the techniques and 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 spend time focusing on it. You can be as good as that and create really intimate relationships via video. Let me let me tell you a little bit, Skip, about how I think we're doing that today, even in this 
interview situation. Though though the audience, you know, you listening to us right now, you can only hear our voices. We can see each other right now. And that's important that we're not disincarnate uh, voices. Our voices aren't uh, dissociated from our bodies. And so I can see Skip here. I can see that Skip has a very nice jacket on and a really crisp white shirt on, which means he's made an effort. You know, that that's not everything in, in Skip's wardrobe. And I understand he's come from from work to do this interview. So that also tells me like either he's made an effort to meet me and that feels good to me. That feels respectful. I mean, I don't know whether he has to be that respectful, but it feels respectful. But it also suggests he might make an effort at work as well, that that his his look is important. He's clearly displaying his ID on his lapel here, which gives him some status within the within the institution that he's in. But also it clearly displays to me, it says, look, you know, I am who I say I am right now. I've got a view of his bookshelves in the, in the back there. I've got a view of what he likes to drink as well, because I can see a couple of bottles of drink in the background. I'm going to presume that it's his bottles of drink. It's not alcohol, by the way. It's 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 soda. It looks like soda to me of some sort or some kind of health drink or or water that's had a little kind of fruity additive put into it. I can see his backpack in the back there. So look, I'm getting an insight into into Skip. And, and I could ask him questions. In fact, let me let me do let me do this, Skip. Um Skip, let me just check in. Is this is this your I'm just curious, is this your office? Is this where you hang out? Well, actually, this is not my office. Okay. I am using Dr. H.F. Mason's office, uh, one of our folks that's on the podcast with us normally. However, you have picked up on several things. You've picked on my, up on my backpack. You yep. picked up on my power aid, my drink <laughs> uh, of choice, and uh, and another drink with a little bit of crystal light in it. You noticed that. <clears throat> so yeah, you've all, you've already picked up on a lot of that. Great, great. So let me just, you know, so I wanted to check in there because one place I would have gone is to go, oh, listen, those books back there, I'm just curious, which one has had the most impact on you? But because it's not your office, I'm not going to go in that direction, though it though it could be, in, you know, you may know some of the books uh, back there, but I won't, wouldn't go in that direction. I've got, I've got some, um, I've had it verified that it's come some kind of sporty kind of power drink kind of in the background there. So here's the way I'll go on this. So so I noticed you got some kind of power drink there. Skip, are you kind of a sporty person yourself? Do you do you do you, do you exercise? Are you are you play sport? What, what I tell do me like about that? To exor- I do like to exercise. I uh, I exercise. You know, I wrestled in college when I was much much younger than I am now, and so I do like to exercise and try to take care of myself. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. I, I love watching that that kind of college wrestling yeah. uh, piece there. I know it's super it seems super popular in yeah. in US in a way that it it's maybe not popular in the UK where I'm from or maybe sure. maybe Canada. I'm interested, Skip, like what attracted you so much to the that wrestling kind of area? Because it feels alien to me and I'd love to know more about it. I think the the intensity and the strategy of it, because there is no perfect move, no perfect. There's always a there's always a counter to every move. So uh, there's a strategy to it. There's a mentalness to it. It's a mental more of a mental sport than it is a physical sport. And so those uh, characteristics, even though uh, 
Uh, it's been a long, long time since I participated, and that still is very uh, interesting and attractive to me. Yeah, interesting. So though you say, you know, it's been a long, long time, those those values that first attracted you to wrestling, as you said, you know, the strategy, the mental game, not just the physical game, but the mental game. And that idea that there's always a counter to the move and you're always thinking, that, though it looks from an outsider's point of view to be a, a very physical game. And of course it is. What I love about what you're saying there is that it's this mental and strategic game. And my guess is in your work right now and your, your daily work, that strategy and that mental game is, is a, is a huge part of, of you, of what fascinates you about the work that you do now. Would I be right about that? You, you would be right. I'm very interested in, in the work that we do with performance improvement uh, there is a mental side of it. There is a what I'd like to call the X's and O's. There is uh, how we think about approaching this effort because it's not a linear straight line. Uh, and so there's a lot of studying and adjusting that has to occur. Brilliant, brilliant. So look, what I want listeners to get a, a handle on there is how out of just noticing the drink, that you have and putting forward the curiosity around tell me about that because I can see it in your background that we get to the value system skip that you're running not only your your history via but your your life right now is based on those that value system and how the conversation can actually evolve very quickly to something that I would say is actually pretty intimate and it means if we were to meet face to face, and I hope we do sometime, like some of that hard work of understanding who do I really have in front of me here? Who is who is he really? Who is I know that, you know, he dresses well and he's got this ID on him. But who is he really? Strategy, the mental game of it, the X's and the and the and the O's of 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 this of of life and and how there's a move for every move you know that is insightful data i would say anyway i hope that answers your question no that that, that was that was really powerful what you just demonstrated uh is you know what uh ed shine would call humble inquiry yeah and uh you uh and you made me think so many things you know it's, it's very popular today for people to have generic uh virtual backgrounds and and you know i get that but what we don't get when that occurs we don't get to see the person we don't get to see what books ed had on the back of his shelf we don't get to see the little sofa just like i'm looking at your sofa mark yeah. it, with the green blanket on it yeah i don't get to see some of the books to the right hand corner and the and so i don't get to see the person when it's just a generic uh, so let me let me shift that then and go to this we are all today working with five generations of people and, and everyone is bringing different levels of creativity and experience. And, and I actually look forward to that. That being said, we also uh, culturally across the board seem to um, a lot of people uh, are comfortable with not turning on their camera. But like for us, if you were giving us some direction, Mark, in our organization, in our little group, we may be doing um, 
some training sessions. We're trying to keep it to a small amount of time because we believe that the human's attention span is short. And mm-hmm. so we can't, we don't want to kill you by PowerPoint. And at the same time, we want to engage you. So we might use breakout rooms, um, but we want to be respectful. And so uh, I want to engage Mark. I don't want to just look at MB up on a screen in a circle. I want to see um, Mark's, uh, the way he styles his hair, the way the, the sofa in the background. I want to get to know Mark. I want to engage him. What has been your experience and what are some some experiments or some tips that you've learned that have been successful? Because just one other comment is that I remember in one of your podcasts, you talked about how the brain is really a um, a, uh, a pattern recognition. It likes to it likes to pick up on patterns. And so how do we think about all of this, Mark, in this new world we're doing where, yes, I might keep the training to a small amount of time, but I really need that camera turned on. Uh, how, what's been your experience? Look, Skip, here's what I want you to pay attention to is we are social mammals. OK, and so part of our brain is really devoted to trying to co-opt with each other, cooperate with each other, get along with each other. And that part of the brain is really interested in what's the behavior that's happening? What can I see happening with this with this person? And so as much as we might like and for very good reasons to just be, be that black circle with MB on it, because, you know, look, maybe I'm having a bad day or, you know, there's other stuff happening in my life or maybe my you know, my neural architecture, my neural type means that I feel more comfortable not being seen. And that's OK. I get that. You get that. We all get that. Here's the issue for all of us is that this place is low risk. This two dimensional world is low cost and therefore low risk. And therefore, if you want to train me in something, Skip, and I want to be trained in something, we need to raise the risk of it else it doesn't seem valuable to us and i think one of the things we have to do and this might you know upset some people who don't for good reasons want to be so social all the time is we need to raise the social risk that's going on in order to raise the value of the content one of the ways to do that is to be more open around what is the environment that we're in what is the land we're located on what is what is the space that we're in right now and what is the value system that it might show to each other so therefore i could go "Mm, you're looking at skip's office there may be a slightly different value system to me okay well then you know maybe i want to tread carefully maybe i want to poke at that value system a little bit maybe i need to align more with that value system in order to get the best out of skip it takes more work from me i'm putting more work in to get the best out of you and maybe vice versa which means at the end of our session together, and, and I think you're right, could be a very short session because we want to heat up that session. We want it to be valuable. We want it to be a little bit of hard work. So I go, wow, actually, that was an interesting conversation. I had to work at that conversation to, to get the best out of the, out of that. It must be really 
valuable information that I got out of that. It must have been valuable content. So look, net net of this, Skip, is raise the social risk that's going on in, in order to raise the value of the content. And if you don't want to raise the value of the content, uh, send me an email about it. I won't be reading that like I don't read a lot of emails that I get, but you all have done your job, which is, hey, I sent Mark the stuff, you know, and 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 the door was opened for him. You know, if he comes all the way, that's kind of up to him. No, in a social situation, the phone goes both ways. It's up to both of us in order to do the work to make the human connection. Hope that makes sense to you. Oh, so so good, Mark. So good. So let, let's let's go live right now. Let's run an experiment uh, right. and get you to respond to the experiment that I've been running. Uh, and, and, and tell me good, bad or ugly, you know, what you think mm -hmm. of this. So one of the things I'll do if I'm doing some training, I'm already locked in that I, can, I can't have a lot of, lot of time. In, in my mind, your science might tell me different here in a minute, but in my mind, two hours is like the max. That's Anything approaching two hours is, yeah. that's about it. You know, it may be even less than that. Maybe it should be 90 minutes, you know, but, but I want small amounts of time. That's one thing. The second thing that I want is I'm gonna put out extra communication, I'm so excited, all that good stuff, but I want you, I need you to have your camera on. I need you to have a camera. Then when we come on, I've, let's say we've got, for sake of argument, 15 people in the workshop. I've got your 15 names right next to me on my standing desk. You can't see it, but I can see it. Uh, what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to you know, welcome you to the workshop. I'm going to remind you again about turning on the camera, that we're going to need your camera on very respectful way. But then what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to engage you. And every single time I engage one of you, so if I engage Mark, hey, Mark, what do you think of that perspective? What you don't notice is I've just reached down with a pen and marked a little check mark next to Mark. I'm going to try to engage every one of you because I want to know you. I want to know mm -hmm. your thoughts. I want to know your perspective. Uh, any concerns, any coaching you would give me on that? So here's here's what I would give you on that, I think, to nuance this and to make sure there's a balance there, because I get why you want to socially engage people. Uh, I don't know whether they know why it would be of benefit to them. So the question is, is what's the deal if if I show myself to you? <laughs> And I allow myself to be put in that socially risky situation of you going, hey, Mark, what do you reckon to that? Whereas I'm, I might not know. I might not get it. And now I'm in front of everybody. They can see me. And I'm now going, uh, Skip, like, I'm, I'm a little bit lost on this, actually. Like, there's risk to that. So what are you giving me in, in return for that? that risk so actually skip like tell me if i show up and show you myself and i'm available to be called on at any point to to say what i think about this situation what in your mind will i will i achieve and i get in return for that yeah it's a great question i, I think that uh, a couple things you know, Ed Schein would always say that life is a series of conversations and everything happens through conversations and relationships. And so on that note, 
when I engage you, hopefully in a very respectful way, I'm going to get you to get some insight and to take a grasp of the material that we're talking about. And what I want to do uh, when if you if you say, well, this is my thoughts, this is my opinion, Skip, then I want to encourage you. I want to hmm. encourage you for engaging in the conversation. I want to I want to listen to you. I want you to see me listening to you. Um, I want to uh, provide high energy. You talked about in one of your podcasts about having a little smiley face up on the screen, which I love that because you already are a very high energy person. I was in a workshop several weeks ago where the material intellectually was good. The energy was very bad. And so I had to force myself to lean into the material because the energy was so poor. So if you choose to engage with me as a student on the material I'm delivering, you know, teaching is an art and a science, right? And so there's an old phrase that if the worker hasn't learned, the instructor hadn't taught. And so I want to engage you give you some information and uh, and if you respond with uh, in a positive way, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you for responding. Uh, but, but what do you say to that? Oh, well, here's what I say to that immediately is the word that I have heard you say probably more than any other and with the most force is encourage, encourage. And there's something beautiful about that, because what is the downside? <laughs> well, there's no downside, I, I think. I mean, I'm sure we can find some outlier ideas around that, but I, I, I think there's no, no downside. So I think and maybe look, Skip, you know, I'm, 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 I'm singing to the choir, I'm preaching to, to the converted. You probably already do this. But I would want that word encouragement said to the participants up front in the deal. So, look, for me, it might sound something like like this. And I'm making this up off, off the top of my head. Uh, look, look, everybody, I really want to encourage you to learn today. And so, look, here's how you can help encourage me to teach at my very best. So in my mind and hopefully in your mind, you are encouraged to learn at your very best. If I can see you and you can see me, that is certainly very encouraging from my point of, of view. And thanks for being as respectful as you can, you know, around around that. Um, uh, you know, if if I can see you and you can see me and I can ask you questions and we can get in a conversation from my point of view, it's so encouraging because the energy is is up and we're only here for a short time. So I really like to get the energy up. And so, you know, thank you so much for respecting that. And I'll be in in, a, in return, I'll be able to respect your energy levels as well and what you're bringing to this. So you can see kind of the way I'm going with this, Skip, is to go, look, respect goes both ways. So let me tell you what what I'd like in terms of respect, you know, and I'll respect you, but it goes both ways it, even when there is a power differential and we might go hey skip look all the you're the trainer here like all the power is up your end and so you have all the knowledge and they must want the knowledge because otherwise why would they show up you know in, unless there was that power differential and they wanted the knowledge to flow from you to them we get that that might be true that might be false or something in between but regardless of that power differential respect 
can be due and can be earned on both ends and asked for on both ends of that power differential in order to make this moment in time as a relationship work. But anyway, Skip, look, I love what you're doing there. I love what you're doing there. And I hope that little nuance is certainly a little bit helpful for you and very helpful to to everybody listening right now. Oh, so helpful, Mark. So helpful. I love you know, there's so many things, you know, we this uh, podcast is called Connecting the Dots. And, you know, it's really based off a systemic thinking principle. And uh, but I remember in past podcasts, I've listened to yours, you talk about pattern recognition and 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 it's really interesting, even not only your energy is energizing me, but you're very charismatic with your hands and your your body motion. And and it just energizes me. And I remember in one of the uh, podcasts you talked about, and if I take it out of context, Mark, please uh, jump in. But you talked about avoiding being lazy. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't want to devalue uh, the communication. And and that's kind of what I had a couple of weeks ago. The material was good. But because there was no energy, I felt the material was being devalued. And so, you know, I'm, I'm li- sitting in the crowd listening, but my energy is not high because the speaker's energy was so low. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Look, when we've got new material coming to us, we don't know its value at that point. We don't know its value until it it hits you know, the pattern of neurons in our brain. And suddenly, you know, that that key goes into that lock and it twists and some insight opens up for us. And we go, wow, that was so important to listen to because an insight has opened up for me. But how does that key even get to make that journey across the ether towards our brains? We need something that we recognize. And energy and intent and the value that people come to with their, let's call it their performance of the content is our first indicator of whether that content is going to fit the lock or not. And if, if, if I evaluate from moment one, look, you know, Skip doesn't seem into this. So why that? And I don't know what this stuff is about. So, you know, why on earth should my mind be open to this? I mean, it's an easy equation to to make to go, you know what, switch off, pick up my phone, which has a, which which I value highly. <laughs> you know, it's got all my friends and family in it, all the things I'm interested in, you know, and some of the things that the algorithm thinks I should be interested in. And it's full of energy because I can I can doom scroll on that thing forever and hopefully meet something that gives me that dopamine hit. And we know there's upsides and and many downsides to that. But you are in competition with all those other things in my mind right now. And you've you've got to bring something to the market if you want to change my mind or open my mind. And my guess is, you know, I know you do, Skip, but I, I guess anybody on that stage or or in that classroom or meeting room in front of that audience, you, my hope is, is you're trying to change people's minds about something or certainly, I love your thing, I'm going to use that, or certainly encourage people's minds. And so you've got to bring some energy to that, to that competition. Wow, 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 and wow, so good. We're for sure going to have to have you back, Mark. Uh, this has been so good. So I got to at least ask, try to ask one more question Lovely. before I come. This is just so good. I remember hearing once from someone, and 
and I've heard you talk many times about patterns, but as you've been studying this, uh, you know, especially the last several years, you know, since really March of 2020, so we're approaching four years uh, since this world changed on us, you know, since you've been studying this, what are, and I know you have classes on your website, you have all kinds of training, but um, what kind of um, high level tips could you give our audience? For example, I remember hearing someone say um, that you want to make sure, yeah, you want to have good lighting. Yes, of course. You want to smile, of course, but you, you want to show your hands. Yeah. And I remember thinking this whole time we've been talking, Mark, he shows his hands. And so what are some high level tips that that our audience could pick up on when they're getting in front of the camera, they want to show up. They're going to turn the camera on. That, that's a good first start, okay? They've got the camera turned on. They want to show up. What is showing up? What are some tips that you could give our audience? Yeah, so look, one of the ways that we know you're alive is that you are animated when you're on camera okay and by animated i mean it's great from the latin anima to life essentially and one of the ways we know you're thinking and alive is the hands move and the fingers move now not all the time okay not all the time but you need to make sure that you're popping those hands into frame now and again first of all to animate the frame to make sure the frame keeps changing because our instinct will get attracted to that changing frame but also to show us you are a live human being and you are dexterous you are you are thinking about stuff now what you might end up doing is thinking in your mind in your cultural mind to those high status presenters of old the news anchor and you might go but hang on you know, the news anchor, when they turned up on camera, they would be very, very still and and they would be a little bit stern as well and just deliver the facts, deliver the news. They had zero competition, zero competition. So they could do very, very little. And it meant, look, the cameras could do very, very little. Like technically, you didn't have to do very much in order to get people's attention because you had the monopoly when you were delivering the news. We don't have the monopoly. In fact, the news doesn't have the monopoly anymore, which is why those news anchors are now standing. They're now moving. They've now got moving images behind them because they're in competition against the panoply of life that's going on around them. And for free, I can deliver my idea of the news on YouTube and sometimes beat any anchor out there on traditional media and they know that they know that so we're all of us being more animated now you need to get on board on that and be more animated yourself that doesn't mean that you're jumping around like a complete muppet i'm not saying you know don't take it to that extreme okay but understand you do have to animate you do have to have energy because if you don't somebody else will and they will have a message that you don't agree with or they'll have information which is not accurate or they'll be training people in things that you don't think they should be trained in but those others will beat you hands down you have to get in the competition around this fantastic oh for anyone that knows skip steward knows that i love the energy that you're putting out and this is fantastic
Mark, I'm going to ask you right now up front, I'm going to really encourage you and almost plead with you uh, in the future to come back on the podcast because there's so many different angles that we could go on when it comes to the body language. But um, for uh, until that next time, uh, Mark, who, how could people learn more about you if they want to learn more about you and your work? Well, look, I would encourage anybody to link in with me. If you're on LinkedIn, just find me, Mark Bowden, on LinkedIn and link in with me and I'll link in back and you can follow me there or get yourself over to truthplane.com, T-R-U-T-H-P-L-A-N-E, truthplane.com and you'll find uh, out all about my work there. Connect with me there. Fantastic. Well, on behalf of Baptist Memorial Healthcare, we are so grateful. We are so thankful And we look forward to continuing to learn from you. Thank you so much, my friend.